0: Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of
1: the box of worldly expectations.
0: We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Welcome to Living Box Free. So glad you're here. I am Ashley and I am on my own again with a guest. Becky, let me... She let me free. I guess I did okay with Corey Tyndall a couple of weeks ago because now I'm on my own again. And I'm so excited because my friend Erica is here with me. I'll introduce her in a minute. First, we're gonna start with what we start with every week, which is what's on the rise for you this week. I am gonna say I'm sleeping a lot. It's kind of ridiculous. Um I'm sleeping more because I'm working long days and my body is just tired, even though I'm not doing manual labor. It's just, I'm just worn out by the end of the day. And so. Getting a a lot of sleep. And for those of you who use the whoop fitness tracker, I keep winning the or being the most person with the most sleep in our group. And it's a little funny to me because I'm like, "Yay, an award for sleeping. But also, this is a little bit sad. But that's what's on the rise for me this week. Erica, you're here. What's on the rise for you this week?
1: Hi. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I am thinking a lot about recording Christmas songs. <laughs> so Ooh, okay. I've been listening to tons of them and just picking my favorites. Yeah. What are your favorites? Um, I love Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And I think... I've decided Oh Holy Night is my favorite Christmas song. So it's I'm excited to. my too.
0: favorite Christmas song.
1: No way. It That's is, awesome. Huh?
0: Mm-hmm. Something about it. It's just, it's, the, the words are great. Yeah. They're really great words. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're gonna, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself in a minute, but Erica is a, a great friend of mine. We used to be coworkers, although I don't think we've ever technically worked on the same team. We've worked in the same department. We both worked for a crew for several, many years and worked for research and development at the same time. But I don't
1: know that we've ever worked on any projects together. I don't know. I don't think so. But I don't think so. Somehow, overlapped. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She's just an all
0: around fantastic human. And as soon as I thought about this episode, respecting your dreams and going after your dreams, i immediately thought of Erica. And so I'm really excited to bring her on today and let you guys hear a little bit about her. So Erica, why don't you tell us about you, what you do, who you are, whatever you want to tell us.
1: Sure. Yeah. So my name is Erica and I now live in Orlando, Florida, which has been super fun. Um, I never imagined that I would live here, but <laughs> I'm lucky enough to. And Actually, I've discovered that Orlando has such a fun pocket of really creative people and just a, a mix of people from different cultures, different backgrounds, different countries. And I've really grown to love it, um, but partially because of the weather. So I grew up in Hawaii as a kid and when I was about 10, moved to Michigan, which, as you can imagine, is quite <laughs> the traumatic change. Yes, I remember my parents, my parents were always trying to help. Keep socks on our feet, and <laughs> we did not like that. So I am happy to be in Orlando, especially in the winter time. Um, but yeah, like uh, Ashley just mentioned, I recently switched uh, jobs, and I'm now working as a brand marketing manager for a company that wants to solve the problem of uh, safety in schools and specifically those having to do with the dismissal time of day. As you can imagine, it's kind of chaotic. If you've ever driven by a school at 2.30 p.m., you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. um, but it's been so fun just learning more about why they started this company and how, how much uh, schools and the school day really affect a lot of families' lives. And um, it's just really cool to see their determination to see a uh, technological and use of what we have in the digital age now—a way to keep kids safe. So, I'm loving it. I'm loving showing up to my job. Loving my job. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been it's been really fun. Uh, but that's my that's my j- day job, and I'm also a wedding musician on the weekends. So I'm sure we'll get mm-hmm. into more of that. But that's just a little introduction on me.
0: Yeah, you also got married this year.
1: Yup, Getting married during a pandemic. Interesting. Very interesting. But I will say the one thing people have asked me, you know, what was that like? The one thing I'll say is that when you get married during a pandemic, it really makes you decide what things are important to me and which things Mm. are not as important to me. Yeah. And we had to decide that. So, (laughs) yep. I'm married to... I'm married to Devin and he's from Orlando. So that's been great to just feel like I have some more family here and um, it's been awesome.
0: (laughs) Good. I got to be at the wedding. It was an amazing wedding. It was tons of fun. So good times. All right. Let's dive in to dreams. So I thought of you because It feels like you constantly have new dreams and new things that you're going after, but there are very specific ones that you have chosen to pursue from a business perspective. So tell us a little bit about your dreams, how you're making them happen. And I'm not talking about nighttime dreams, talking about life dreams, in case anyone didn't figure that out yet. But I think (laughs) probably everyone's that smart. So tell us tell us about your dreams, Erica.
1: Well, speaking of the other kind of dreams, I do actually dream almost every night, which is kind of unique, <laughs> I think, or at least I remember them almost every night yes. if I yeah. tell them to someone immediately when I wake up. But, <laughs> yeah, I think um, I've discovered about myself probably in the last five to 10 years more so that I, I really do love dreaming. I love thinking about uh, things that are problems that have potential to be solved or have potential to change or shift the way that life is or how people function. And um, yeah, coming up with a list of things, things to do or things to try or dream is usually not my issue, but yeah, really making those dreams happen is let's just say, I like to start things and I don't always like to finish them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure others can relate to that. If you yeah. do relate to that as you're listening to this, um, I will just say it's been something I've continued to wrestle with. And the biggest thing I've learned is to not let that get in the way, because sometimes mm-hmm. I can feel like I've started a million different um, goals and then I only finish a few of them, but um, they, they still matter. And I am learning how to, how to focus, how to get better at those. So Uh, One of them that comes to my mind is, as I mentioned, uh, I have been a musician for over 15 years and Mm -hmm. I play the guitar and sing. Um, It was at church. It was at school. It was at any private party, anybody's house. I could, you know, I mean, I'm not the person who just shows up with their guitar and starts singing. I like a planned planned. (laughs) <laughs> i like oh, you're I go with thing. her
0: guitar again
1: <laughs> yeah i i, I kind of wish i was that person i've always admired them like just the brave <laughs> soul who's like you need to listen to my song right now but i'm more yeah. like okay you signed up to be here and you know okay we're, we're on the same page all right right um but yeah i three years ago decided i really wanted to make this a more official thing I have been asked over and over in the years before that from friends to play for their weddings. And what Mm. I really loved about that was I loved working with a couple and talking through their story to figure out which songs they want to have at each moment in their Mm. wedding. That's what I really love. I mean, performing is so fun. I love doing that too. But the main thing is, is really about the story and how music can transport us into an experience that is Uh, different. And it's, it it makes us really connect with each other and with a story. So um, yeah, three years ago, I decided, okay, what's my first step? I have no idea. I don't know. (laughs) But um, I guess I could form, you know, an official, official business and figure out how to do that. And so I started Googling all that it takes, you know, how do you get an LLC? I don't know about taxes, any of that stuff. I've just had to figure it out as I go. Uh, but but the biggest thing has been, I think recently, uh, in the last year or so, I joined some of the Central Florida Wedding Associations. There's a few different ones. Ooh, and okay. yeah, I have loved getting to meet other wedding vendors in the area. And that's really helped me, um, especially during 2020. Um, oh, sure. I think you can... You can probably imagine a lot of wedding vendors have been through a lot. A lot of couples have been through a lot. It's been crazy. But the biggest thing is people are going to keep getting married and us wedding vendors, we're going to keep trying to show up. So um, it was a dream of mine to really invest in becoming a wedding musician and putting myself out Mm -hmm. there and getting connected with couples. And I'm still in the process of building that. Business, yeah. but every day I learn something new. I learn something new that works on my website or social media or um, showing up to an event, and I learn things that don't work <laughs> as well. <laughs> so, yeah, that's been something recently that I've really gone after, um, and yeah. has been a, a dream of mine.
0: That's really cool. I think what stuck out to me, and that is when you were talking about that. What is really important to you is the story of the couple. So it's not just the music. It's not just what your, your end product, Mm -hmm. but meeting with the couple and hearing their story and working together with them. I think that's so cool because we can have businesses that the end product isn't necessarily what we love. And I just think that's really interesting because just because you, you are doing a a certain job doesn't mean that that's the part of it that brings you joy or fulfillment. Um, And there can be parts of it that make you really happy. And then, but what people see at the end of the day might not be that one thing that makes you really happy. I mean, you do enjoy the music. I know you do, but that's not necessarily the part that you're like stoked about when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. 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 I think that's really interesting. Um, I would love to hear what some of the obstacles are or what they have been to forming a business to, I don't know, have you had doubts? Have you had moments of like, why am I doing this? Have you, what, what have been some of the, she's laughing, what have been some <laughs> of the obstacles to going after this particular dream? And we can talk about any of your other dreams if you want, but, um, cause I know you have more, but this
1: one in particular, I'd love to hear what stood in your way. Yeah. I mean, one thing just right off the bat, when you start anything is you don't always know what to do. And so you have to do a lot of research and I like research. So that's a good thing. But I, when you research, you can find a lot of different things and it can be hard to know (laughs) what to go after first. (laughs) Yeah. So sometimes I'll make these grand lists like, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And this, this, and this. <laughs> but yeah. really, I need to start one of them and focus on it. And so, one of the greatest challenges I find in any project or any dream I have is focus. Uh, many of you might be familiar with the Enneagram personality kind of thing, and I am a seven on that scale. So, with a with a very real six wing, <laughs> so that figure <player laughs> is there, but. <laughs> um, yeah, I love I love new things. I I love adventure. I am enthusiastic, but sometimes it is really hard to focus because I have yeah. a lot of different things I'm thinking about every day. Yeah. I I actually noticed before I open my eyes in the morning. Sometimes I'll catch myself. I have just thought through a strategy for a whole new something, whether it be a <laughs> campaign on social media or you know, my friend, my friend who's a realtor, a way that she can get in touch with a specific kind of client. (laughs) Yeah. Before I even open my eyes, I'll realize I've been thinking about this. So I think one thing I've tried to start doing recently is carving out time and calling it a specific thing and saying, Mm -hmm. okay, for this little period of time, I am just going to think of this one thing. Yeah. And it is so difficult because even if, Say I carve out an hour, even in that hour, I will think of a million new things or other things I want to I want to go look into. I want to go create a new tab on my computer to Google something else, and I kind of have to stop myself. So I'll just write it down on a piece of paper and say later, later, I will do this later, um, later, yeah. yeah, later, later. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I would say that that focus um, is, is an ongoing thing I'm growing in. It is not one of my strengths. I don't think it will ever be one of my strengths. It's just not, but I know that I need focus to get something done. So I am figuring out how to, how to do that for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, one other, uh, challenge for me is like I said, um, you know, in the area of getting things done rather than just thinking about them or strategizing, but the actual execution, I know that if I schedule time with somebody else, it is a huge motivator for me
0: mm, just working, yeah.
1: working with somebody else, even if it's OK, I'm going to talk to this person about this thing and or I'm going to sit next to them while I do this thing. Um, it just really helps me both stay motivated to do it, that one thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or or to actually get it done. Um, yeah. Inviting someone else into it. I'm very people motivated. So. That's another way I kind of overcome some of those obstacles.
0: Yeah. I'm also very people motivated, so I can 100% understand that. I'm like, if you want to accomplish this thing and it's important to you, I will help you get there and I will want to help you get there. Yes. If you're like, what do you want alone? Me? What do I want alone? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't <laughs> wanted anything in years. I'm, I have no idea. So I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. I. How you were one of the first people I called, actually, when we started. When Becky and I started on the rise and started talking about the podcast, I called you and asked you for advice on marketing and starting the business. So I've thought of you as an expert um, in this area, and I think because your brain is is so strategy focused and you can think about so many different things at once, and it's it's funny to me to think about the different like strengths and weaknesses. You're saying, you know, focus will never be your strength. Yeah. Makes sense, but you do have so many strengths in other areas. And one of the reasons you are strong at strategizing is because you can't focus because you do go a thousand <laughs> miles an hour. And so it's just interesting to compare those, like your, your weaknesses play into your strengths yeah. and how important that is to think about. I was also laughing because um, when Becky and I first became friends, she hadn't heard about the Enneagram yet. And I was 100% convinced that she was also an Enneagram seven because she's just like hype all the time. (laughs) And anyone who listens to the podcast knows Becky is hype. And so I was like, you are a seven, you are a seven, you are a seven until the day we sat down to plan out our business and to talk about like, here's, here are our long-term goals. Here's what we're going to do in the next five to 10 years. And I was like, she is making a bullet point list of the things she's going to do today and she's going to get them done so that we can achieve our 10 year plan and I'm like oh she is not a 7 like nope never mind i was wrong <laughs> <laughs> my mistake she, she dove into those details <laughs> she, she dove into the details she had the focus to get it done and obviously she has strengths in other areas but it's yeah it was really funny to me so what of, what like, is she she's a 3 Yep. yep. So she gets it done. Yep. But yeah.
1: I, I like partnering with threes because I feel like we, we work hand in hand and they are full on that execution and get it done. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I I'm usually the, I usually say I'm the breaks of this, this partnership. I'm like, mm, should we do that?
1: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You need that too, though. You really do. Yes. Oh, absolutely. To to know what not to work on is, is Mm it is really one of the greatest um, things that at least I find that I need.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, we just talked about obstacles. Let's talk about what's been the best part. What's been the most fun of chasing your dreams. Again, you can talk about the same business or anything else you want. What's been what have you enjoyed most, or what's been unexpected?
1: Um. Actually, so this re- this makes me think of something that relates to sort of the last uh, thing we were talking about about obstacles. Mm-hmm. One of the things yeah. that I a dream I had that I never finished. This is a couple years ago. You might remember me talking about it, but I actually started recording a podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never published <laughs> it. I never published. Really? it. Really? That's I, sad. I. Yeah, it is in ways, but I'll get, I'll get to why it's good. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, all right. I want to say why an, it's that. Okay. I had going. an idea. <laughs> I had an idea for an app that would help musicians connect with people who wanted to mm-hmm. hire them without all the gate, gatekeepers in the music industry. Right.
0: I do remember this. Yeah.
1: Yes. So this was years ago and mm-hmm. one of my things was, well, I need to learn more about what those obstacles are. So I started interviewing musicians all across the country. Mm-hmm. I interviewed Musicians in Colorado, in Orlando, in LA. I went to Nashville, just connected through friend of friend of friend. Who do you know? Who do you know? And just sat down with probably 10 to 15 musicians. Okay. Yeah. I recorded their stories. I gathered research. I had amazing conversations. I learned so much. And then I could not figure out how to do the detailed work that it takes. To publish that podcast, yeah. So long story short, I never, I never published my uh, "Not a Starving Artist" NASA <laughs> podcast. But what I did gain out of that experience was I learned a lot more about the musician experience, which now has actually helped me in my own music business as a wedding yeah. musician. It yes. has also helped me as I've met other people who are working on podcasts to know some of the challenges they're facing mm-hmm. and to um, just to think about that. It also led me eventually to last summer, I ended up doing a program with a um, accelerator. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if any of you don't know what that is, it's a, or an incubator. It's a, it's a, a company that helps people, entrepreneurs, learn and gain the resources they need to start a business. So helping them think through their business model. I I really think that the work I did previously to on that goal of starting this podcast helped me get to the place of, okay, I really need to learn more as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I need I took a, a class at Stanford online. I ended up doing this whole program. And it it really did kind of lead me down the road to now where I'm at working for pick my kid, which is a startup company. They're in the growth stage, but I learned so much uh, from that. And, and really I never published, I didn't accomplish the goal I set out to do. Right. But I I gained so much from that experience. And I do have great faith that someday I will have another podcast (laughs) when the time is right and the topic is right. And for now, (laughs) I'm just so enjoying being on others' podcasts. (laughs)
0: and we are enjoying you. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's another example of like the end product doesn't reflect necessarily what was the best of that experience. Yeah. You know, you don't even have an end product necessarily to show people, but it taught you so much and got you where you are. That's that's a that's a whole other podcast on respecting the process, I think.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and also like I think it's just respecting like for me, sometimes I, I set a goal and achieving that specific goal kind of isn't the point, which yeah, you can think, what, that you failed. So for instance, um, I haven't really told many people this mainly because I did, I, I did kind of fail, but it, my ultimate goal I achieved, I yeah. auditioned for the voice okay. and <laughs> I did not get in, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but my my main goal was like okay i really want to challenge myself to be showing up in the music arena places where i i feel uncomfortable there's a lot of places i feel super comfortable you can i mean a wedding ceremony i am super comfortable i know that no matter what happens if that flower girl is late if you know we're waiting for the bride the groom whatever happens i can make it work yeah but um you know singing for a baseball game I have not done that it's on my list yeah Yeah. (laughs) auditioning for the voice was one of those things and it was scary it took a lot of time and effort I really had to learn how to okay how do I you know which song do I pick I don't know what do they Mm -hmm. care about I don't know uh but it was a it was a good experience and honestly if any any of you listening have have auditioned or tried out for something you know the grueling time After you audition to wait for a callback, I will Mm -hmm. just say NBC, the voice, the voice, they have it figured out because it was all virtual. They I I recorded to just a screen that reflected me. There was nobody there. But Mm -hmm. as soon as a minute and a half was done, (laughs) it said, "Okay, hang (laughs) on Uh, your your casting team they're reviewing right now your audition and sit tight and oh, you'll wow. hear soon. And within 10 minutes I heard back. And I was like, yes, oh, wow. I did this. I feel so much. I'm so relieved. I don't have more work to do, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it it's, really over. Was, it's over, <laughs> but it really was a, a, <laughs> a great experience <laughs> that uh, wasn't the wow. goal on the outside. I, I really did accomplish the goal, even though it looks kind of like a failure. It was, it was definitely challenging for me. And now I know, okay, I I can do something like that again.
0: Yeah. I think that's something that you're really great at. And I'm sure that there are parts of this process that I don't see, but you are really great at setting conceptual goals, like understanding where your strengths and weaknesses are and setting conceptual goals for yourself of like Uh, performing where you don't feel comfortable. Like not everyone would think of that, of setting a goal for themselves. They might say, okay, auditioning for The Voice is my goal, but they might not think of, I'm going to find three places where I feel uncomfortable and I'm going to go and make it happen. And I think that's something you're, you're very good at. I I might have to have you set some goals for me. I was trying to (laughs) make an Instagram story today, actually of goals for 2022. And I was like, These are all very, they're, you know, quote unquote, smart goals, which is great, but I don't think I do a great job of pushing myself outside of the boundaries conceptually that I put myself in. Do you have a way of doing that? Do you have tools you use to do
1: that? Or is it just how your brain works? I will say it's not that I'm not afraid because a lot of Mm -hmm. people I think think, Especially my personality, they're like, "Wow, you're just so risk taking. You're just so courageous." I'm like, "No, I am afraid on the inside. I, yeah. I am like, I've, I have thought through all the ways I could die, or, <laughs> or <laughs> something horrible could happen. My re- reputation could be, you know, just horrible." But yeah, I think that the just the the vision of like, okay, well, what if I, you know what if I just do it? What if I just try? Like, that's mm. my goal. That's my goal. Just try, just, just keep moving. Just put one foot in front of the other. And if it's horrible, you can leave, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. sometimes I get, I get, I do get my, I'm scared of committing to things because I'm scared. I'm going to get in too far and not be able to leave. Or that's kind of the, the seven thing. Like I want to run yeah. away, but right. But it, it really does help to just, okay, I'm afraid, but I'm still going to do it. And I I can just try. I can just try. Yeah.
0: yeah. Showing up. That's, that's often the hardest part, at least for me. Uh, as an Enneagram nine who doesn't want to invest my feelings, like showing up, not just physically, but showing up emotionally and putting that energy forward and saying, I'm here. I'm here for whatever is coming. It's challenging. Yeah. That's usually the hardest part for me.
1: Yeah. And I do think that um, as a female musician, I've kind of been I've kind of been learning this my whole life. I don't know, Ashley, if you've ever had this experience, but I remember at a very young age walking into a guitar center for the first time and Mm. every time after that. So anyone else who's a female musician, you will know that when you walk into a guitar center or at least in the past, this is how it's been. I walk in. I've been playing the guitar. I've been singing. I know my craft. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm looking for. And mainly I know what I'm looking for because I know as soon as I step foot in the store, a salesperson will come up to me who's usually a man and they'll try to help me. But really at the end of the day, I'll have spent 20 minutes listening to them like, you know, play around on their guitar, showing me all the things that they want to show off to me.
0: And I'm like,
1: man, I feel... So insecure. I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like uh I just want to go get the thing and leave. And it was so great yeah. when they started selling things online. <laughs> so I didn't have that experience. But just yeah. I think being a female guitarist, there are so many more mm-hmm. men that feel comfortable in that that arena. And I've been I I've been afraid the whole time. So it's like, okay, if I'm gonna move forward at all in this, if I'm ever gonna feel confident. I need to just accept who I am and my craft and stop fearing and find other ways to to you know not have to experience that. <laughs> just work with what I got. Um yeah. but yeah, I, I think just keep keep moving.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. It is I can relate to that. I think a lot of times things like that go based on appearance. Um, And so I get less of that now that I have short hair for whatever reason. I think maybe I look like a punk rocker. And so when I walk into Guitar Center, they're like, oh, she knows what she's talking about. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) actually I don't, but thank you. (laughs) So I'm sure you know way more than I do. And you're not getting the credit based off of how you look versus I am getting the credit. So yeah, and having to remember like what this person thinks of me has nothing to do with how good I am at my job or at my craft or what I know. And that's really challenging to hold on to.
1: Yeah, It's a great point. And that's, that's something I've learned about being an entrepreneur, owning my own business. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because every, every entrepreneur questions like, how much is my product or my service worth?
0: How mm-hmm. do
1: I put a dollar amount? And the biggest thing I've learned from um, my business coach and other people is just, it is the value Of showing up and being yourself like you have value and if you think about your customer's problem and you figure out how to solve it how to help them solve their problem if it's through a service or product you you have that has value and and people will pay for it and it will allow you to continue developing to be better and better at delivering that value and -hmm. it can be different than someone else
0: yeah I think about um our friends who are graphic designers and how people are like, well, this will take you five minutes to put together. So I'm going to pay you for that five minutes. But what you're really getting from them is the years of experience that they have spent. And I feel like that's a really tangible thing in graphic design. It's less tangible in other disciplines sometimes. Um, But in graphic design, like our friend Karen has spent, you know, how many years working So that she knows exactly what looks good. So if I'm like, hey, I need one Instagram post from you, it can take her five minutes. But I'm not paying her for five minutes. I'm paying her for all of those years of experience. And that's that is it's hard to remember on both sides of the coin. I feel like you can be like, but this is only took you five minutes. Why am I paying this much? Or like valuing your own time and saying, no, this is what I'm worth. Yeah, point. I'd love to hear what you would recommend to other people if they're thinking about a dream, if they're still working on what are they excited about. I'd love to hear your advice to someone who's about to start out and
1: pursuing a dream or scared to pursue a dream. Yeah, something I learned from um, a book I want to recommend called Dream Big by Bob Goff. I learned from, from him and from some others about just kind of making that, that first list and not filtering it. Just let yourself dream. Um, what was the one? He, he has some example in that book of like a very unachievable goal. Oh yeah, it was like do a surgery on myself. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you can't do that. You're gonna pass out. Right. Like something like that. That's just and it's also okay. why? But okay, exactly. Sure. <laughs> exactly. But that's that's one of the questions that you don't ask. You just right. Yeah. First take. You just write it all down. And I tend to do this um, every birthday. I try to think mm-hmm. of, okay, what's a list of just in the next year, things that I wanna possibly dream about. And it's yeah. okay if you don't get them all done. Another mm-hmm. one is I, you know, the, the turn of the year, it's coming up. People talk about New Year's resolutions. And part of the reason people love or hate them is because they feel tied to this thing that they have to accomplish. And when they fail, they feel horrible. I I like to think of it more as like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to write as many dreams as possible. And then the next year you're going to be surprised at, wow, -hmm. I wasn't trying to get all these done, but man, I did these three things that I never would have done if I hadn't written them on that piece of paper the year before. So Mm -hmm. I, I would say, I think making that list and then picking one or two to start with, and when you're when you finish them or when you fail at them, pick another one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would I would definitely say that I'm also very inspired by the podcast called How I Built This. Mm, yeah. OK, I've pr- I've probably at some point talked your ear off about it. <laughs> um, actually, I interviewed Corey Tindall a couple of weeks ago about the creative process and he talked about it on here. So we've heard about it. So, yeah, keep well, yeah, keep going. Great. Well, with that, I will just say, I love hearing stories of others who have gone through the ups and downs of starting, starting a business or Mm -hmm. having a goal. And it's quite amazing. Almost every story, it starts at one point and they try and try and it adapts and adapts and it's something totally different at the end. There's a million stories like that. And so Mm -hmm. I think that really inspires me to um, help just move towards, different goals. One more book I want to mention is a book called The Circle Maker. By mm,
0: I've read that, but it's been a long time.
1: Mark Batterson, I think. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it was one of the first books that really, really inspired me to think of a list of things that they're just dreams, they're dreams. And it's okay if they don't happen, but I can bring them to God and see, you know, how he helps put those things in place. You've probably heard this story, Ashlane but one of the, the most amazing examples of this in my life um, is that a couple of years ago, I, I had on my list a goal to take a flight on a private airplane from the private airport I lived across and would watch the planes across the lake take off all the time by my next birthday. And I think this was like <laughs> 2018 or 2019. And it was just a crazy goal. I didn't know anybody who had a pilot's license. I didn't and and the, the thing about it was I was not allowed to pay for it. <laughs> That's it <had laughs> a free. goal like that. Who, who does
0: that? You. It was, Only you, Erica. It was
1: crazy. It's I, I can say it, it's crazy. But it was really cool because all fall you better believe I was asking everybody I knew <laughs> if they knew anybody. I was I even went so far to ask my friends I wasn't on any dating apps I had my friends and actually my now husband we were just friends we did not like each other in that way he helped me download one of my first dating apps to try to find <laughs> a guy who was uh going to school at Emory Riddle like flying academy yep. so that they could mm-hmm. take me on a flight <laughs> Yep that sounds and, right um, what ended up happening was uh I think it was like 3 weeks before when I was leaving and wouldn't be able to accomplish this goal before my birthday, three weeks, it was like three weeks, uh, before I got a call on a Sunday morning from a friend of a friend, a friend of a friend who was like, Hey, uh, so my dad and I actually have a plane here and we're going to be taking it up in about three hours. Uh, do you want to come with us? Are you available? (laughs) I was like, Oh yes. Uh, no plans. And I will be there and you better believe I went on that that flight. And we, we flew up to um, a few different places and back, but it was just such a, I I really was in tears thinking like this, this was an impossible goal. There Mm -hmm. was, I, I did not fully, I did not make this happen. I was involved in seeing this come, this dream come to life, but it was just amazing to see God bless that, that prayer and that dream. And he didn't have to do that. It would have been okay. (laughs) if It didn't happen. Um, but it just brought me so much joy just to see there's so much more possible than I think.
0: That's really cool. I do love that story. I have heard it, but it's a great story. And it's a great example of dreaming outside the box. I mean, just dreaming things that seem ridiculous and other people might be like, why do you want that? Or uh, why are you even trying for that? Why are you spending your time on that? And that's, that's okay. That's not the end of the world. Not everyone's yep. going to understand the things that you're excited about and the things that bring you joy, and that's okay. So. Yeah. Erica, this has been really fun. I feel like we could probably continue to talk about business <laughs> things and strategy for most of the afternoon, but I want to uh, bring us to a close. I do want to say you mentioned um, New Year's resolutions. We are starting coaching circles in January. And so wanted to let you listeners know, if you haven't seen it on social media, we will have small group experiences, uh, as basically to help you as you're navigating your 2022 goals. So if you're working toward anything in 2022, we want to work with you. So check out ontherisegroup.com and go see about our wellness circles. I think it's going to be lots of fun and I'm excited. (laughs) Erica, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for talking about your dreams and spending some time here today. Thanks so
1: much for having me, Ashley.